0: This is Outcasting Off-Air, a special feature from Outcasting, public radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 45 public radio stations affiliated with the Pacifica Radio Network. Hi, I'm Lauren, a youth participant in Outcasting's main studio in Westchester County, New York. On this edition, Outcaster Dhruv discusses the results of the 2016 election with fellow Outcasters Callie, Emma, and Alex.
1: Hi, my name is Dhruv, and today we will be talking with three LGBTQ youth about the results of the election. Callie, we'll start with you. What was your initial personal reaction to the results of the election?
2: I'm lucky enough to have a very accepting household, so for me personally, uh, being LGBTQ, I don't think that this election will affect me very much, but I did feel a lot of shock and horror for people who live in conservative places or have conservative families who might be not okay with who they are. And now we have a president who's against the LGBT community.
1: Alex?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of uh, discomforted with the whole idea that uh, we have a president who might not be concerned with offending people. And I think that even though he hasn't explicitly talked about the LGBTQ community much. I mean, it's it's the next step for his opinions.
2: Emma,
4: I grew up in a very conservative household and I feel like Trump's presidency will sort of enable them to enact on their anti-LGBTQ manners. Um they are very not accepting of my sexuality to the point where they rejected it entirely. And I feel like it's putting me at risk. And I know it's putting probably millions of other kids at risk. And it's just a terrifying thing to think of.
1: What are your concerns about the Trump administration, specifically referring to Mike Pence? Callie?
2: Pence, obviously, has had a very anti-LGBT rhetoric throughout most of his career. Um, And the scariest thing about Pence for me is um, conversion therapy, because the fact that he supports that in any way is just horrifying, and it's not okay that we'll have a president with an administration who will be trying to do things like that involving conversion therapy.
3: Alex? I was staying in Indiana one summer when Pence had passed uh, his anti-LGBTQ law, The law allowed businesses to deny LGBTQ people um, access to their services if there was some kind of religious opposition to the customer being LGBTQ, which is ridiculous. If someone was black and they went to a business, you, you could never deny them because of their race. It's insane. This is no different. I remember that feeling of being so angry about that. If that is on a national level, I can't even imagine what it could mean. And
1: Emma?
4: Back onto the topic of conversion therapy. I know that Mike Pence has said that he's only in favor of it if the LGBT person themselves wants to be converted. But just because Mike Pence isn't going to force LGBT people to do it, that doesn't mean that our families aren't going to force us. And I am at risk of being put through conversion therapy. And I feel threatened. I don't feel safe. I feel utterly horrified for my existence, because I don't know what I would do if I were put through something like that.
1: Personally, I'm concerned that in January, there will be a Republican majority in both the Senate and the House of Representatives, and a Republican administration in the White House. What are your opinions on this and how these could have influence existing policies? Emma?
4: I'm most concerned about what they're going to do with Planned Parenthood. And while I know that Obama has taken steps to prevent the complete defunding and deterioration of Planned Parenthood, Even still, I think that with the Republican administration, there's a good chance of hormone replacement therapy, which is something used by transgender people to physically transform themselves from their assigned gender at birth to the gender that they truly are. And many Planned Parenthood clinics across the country are beginning to offer that. And under the new administration, I know that it's a very real possibility that that resource can be taken away from trans people. And that's just absolutely devastating to know.
3: Alex? A lot of Republicans have been talking about repealing Obamacare, which doesn't seem like it would affect the LGBTQ community, but a lot of insurance companies don't allow new customers if they have an existing condition, and HIV is one of those existing conditions. HIV has been the lowest amongst LGBTQ people since its existence. And the idea that people may be denied treatment over their disease is frightening, and those levels might go up. We might see more deaths, and
1: that's terrifying. And Callie?
2: I agree with both what Emma and Alex said, in addition to just the social issues that have changed with Trump's election, the fact that there could actually be... Um, like health issues being increased for LGBT people because of his presidency and because of um, the Republican-controlled Congress is really scary.
1: And finally, what do you think the LGBTQ community can do now that they know what the future may hold? Callie?
2: Um, well, just from a political perspective, I think it's really important that we vote in um, smaller elections for pro-LGBTQ politicians, and although we have a president and an administration now that is against the LGBT community, we can still try to do things um, in our local government or state government to help us keep the rights that we have and obtain more.
3: Alex? We also have to keep in mind that there are a multitude of different groups that's purpose are to protect LGBTQ people's rights. and that could involve educating people about LGBTQ rights and services like outcasting. Um, but also, we just need to make it known that amongst people who may live in more conservative areas, that these groups can still help them and will be there to support them, no matter what legislature has passed
4: exactly i think that it's very important that as a community we bond together we spread resources we have the trevor project we have glisten we have the it gets better project we have so many resources that are available to the community and i think they're more important now than ever so that really needs to get out there
1: callie alex and emma thank you very much for participating in this discussion
4: thank you for talking to us no problem drew absolutely
0: thank you for listening to outcasting off air a special feature from Outcasting, public radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 45 public radio stations around the country. Outcasting Off Air is a production of Media for the Public Good, a nonprofit organization. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about Outcasting, make your tax deductible donation, watch Outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to the show. Thanks, and thanks for listening.